This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi to connect with other women who may need someone to talk to around everyday life issues and challenges, from managing career and household to inner productivity, relationships, and other hot topics. Samutsari Conversation with Mimi. Everybody and welcome to my show, Samutsari Conversations with Mimi. And today we'll be talking about uh, the experiences of a very brave woman in the field of, um, in her field of specialty, and in her personal life. So before I officially begin to um, ask the questions, I'd like to introduce a good friend of mine for many many years here in uh, Melbourne. And uh, the one and the only, <laughs> Miss Carol Dado Nieto. Carol, how are you? And welcome to the show. Hello, Mimi. Thank you for having me. And um, Carol, I'm also new to podcasting, so don't think that this is mm. super expert kind of show. But the purpose of the show is to um, really... Um, as a podcast, it features hot topics and other topics of interest for women and, of course, men alike. And um, mm-hmm. the, my other goal here in the show is to share um, my guests' passion and commitment to their profession or talents or whatever is currently um, going on in their lives. And like I said, um, here at Samusari, we share stories to inspire the audience, uh, stories from ordinary people that do extraordinary things. Um, I'm a mm-hmm. member of the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate based in the Philippines and here in Australia. And apparently the audience members of, um, of the Podcast Syndicate are Filipinos living abroad. So we qualify as those Filipinos living abroad. But yeah. if you have friends all over the world, not just here in Australia mm-hmm. and Philippines, let's share the love and uh, tell them about our podcast so we can get more viewers and listeners alike. Okay. So I want to get started, Carol. Um, we we've kind of talked a little bit about your profession, and I'm I'm really intrigued by this. You are mm-hmm. an architect and an interior and planning design specialist. Can you tell me a little bit about your educational background and how you have decided to become this 
male-dominated, uh, why, why did you want yeah, industry male-dominated mm -hmm. industry? So give us the little story about that, and then we'll keep more questions coming along. Mm -hmm. Well, um, from the beginning, I when I decided to take this course, it was my, my, my dad a little bit kind of shocked about it because he knows that it's a men's industry and all, but but in and then it, I really love architecture ever since. Though my friends doesn't know, some of my friend, my family wouldn't know because I'm type of person just you just wanted to be alone most of the time and explore things by reading lots of books and going to the libraries and all, and that interests me. Actually, the basis of my interest was history. Okay. And in architecture, going in places by looking all the architectural um, buildings, and you you would know what happened in there in the history of the certain uh, place. So that intrigues me a lot, and and looking all sort of things like European architecture. Um, Asian architecture and also those things interested because you see all the evidence of the histories through architecture mm. so I took I took that course although although the the course is very expensive my uh, my dad is kind of like um, kind of like nervous about that that kind of course that I wanted to take because it's really expensive and it's really not that easy to take so I went to that uh, path regardless regardless of our financial status and and during that time I study and work at the same time just to get myself you know makaano man lang ako ng ng anything na maitutulong ko sa magulang ko yeah, because I know it's not that easy financially to, I know. So during that time, I would work. Sometimes I would, uh, I would work part time, and sometimes I would get some works in school that I would, let's say, magpapa drawing sila sa akin, and then I would, uh, <laughs> alam mo yung maniningil ako ng fifty pesos for one, You're for one plate to do. At least meron ako ano. You oh, have an entrepreneurial oh. spirit like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just okay. to get by. Uh, oh. But Carol, just to break the story a little bit, because you mentioned about the history, you know, you, because of something uh, of a building's architecture, yeah. you can find mm -hmm. a sense of history there. Um, two questions, but first answer the, the initial one. But doesn't ag um, agriculture, architecture require a lot of mathematics and a lot of uh, physics, economics? Now, yeah. How are you with the um, with the hard sciences? Did that come? It was so hard for me, actually. It was actually, hard for you. It was really hard. Yeah, the math part is. It was really hard. In fact, I uh, I was surprised I was good at it because of probably because of the passion. But I just when I when I we transferred from another country, I just realized that architecture. And Australia is purely art. Mm. It so is purely art. Dimension, which is that's another dimension. That's another dimension that I'm so surprised. 
in the Philippines is art and science combined. So but here and abroad, it's not. <laughs> it's not. All you have to do is design and design, and the engineers will take care of it, regardless on how do you design it, regardless how complicated you designed it. Mm. Just give you're just gonna have to give the 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 rest of the problem to the engineers. Mm. So this other second question of mine is in relation to that, no? Because you've told yeah. me, you mentioned to me that obviously you had your bachelor's degree in the Philippines um, from Adamson, and then when you moved to New Zealand, because uh, ladies and gentlemen, Carol is also um, a Kiwi, a Pinoy, Pinoy Kiwi. <laughs> she yeah. is a citizen of um, New Zealand, living in Australia, just like me. So that's the reason why we've come to know each other. But um, you also studied in New Zealand. And then when you studied in New Zealand, it's a postgraduate diploma. What can you say about the difference between what you studied in the Philippines and the newer information that you gathered mm -hmm. from studying in New Zealand? Tell us what that was like. Well, it's 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 all diff it's a big different. I don't know because of the uh, before I study again, it's uh, I, the uh, experiences is very much applicable, and and it wasn't hard for me because there's no much there's nothing about math it's all about art regardless of what you take it's all about design it's okay. purely design mm. so it gives me all the interest doing the design more okay and and with the with that here the technology already arrived like using using other uh using all the uh, computer computer softwares that could help me to produce the design accurately efficiently and and in terms of structural strength as well uh, the computer will help you to make your design possible mm. so you rely so, even architects and designers like you rely on technology i did rely on technology in fact when i was studying in the philippines I was using that technology. My classmates are not using it. Wow, you're quite I, advanced. <laughs> because I'm all, oh, I'm, I'm always curious, and when when things I discover something in the library, I would try to get it and and teach myself. So I, I'm using that technology software already. Yeah. Although my 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 classmates know that already, it's just that. They're, they're, what you call this, they, they would tell me that I'm making daya. <laughs> mm, because you have a, a slight advantage to them. You have a slight advantage. Yeah, because to them, it's kind of like, you know, in the Philippines, the competition in studying is there. But I would always say, this is the, this is the coming technology in the future that we have to use it. Yes, yeah, so you we know? have to keep up with technology. Yes. Okay. So... So I I I, I did uh, advancedly use that technology in doing my uh, uh, design works in school. At the same time, uh, working part time, it helps me a lot because you know how hard it is to uh, to work part time and study at the same time. Yeah. So the technology helped me to to get by with all the drawing uh, drawing uh, assignments and all that that needs to be submitted 
Mm-hmm. So I use that technology on okay. yeah on okay. that time. Yes. So, so my question when, is when, when you use technology in the Philippines and in New Zealand, did you find the technology more advanced in New Zealand or did the Philippines kind of catch up to the technology that you um, experience in New Zealand? Is it too far of a gap or is it almost near? Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Actually, in the Philippines, the technology is already there. It depends on the people in the Philippines that they're going to embrace it. You know, right. okay. it's just, it's already there. You cannot, you cannot deny it, but some people will deny it, but it's already there. I mean, uh, you, you could see the gadgets and all they, they, they play. I mean, they play, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> oh, maybe it's the, the technology is already, it's just that people are. Yeah. So Carol, I have yeah. another question. It depends on the person. Sure. Um, did you notice that there are yeah. more women architects now than before? Or is it still a male-dominated field until now? Well, I think it's, I think it's already like, um, it increases already, but still dominated by men. But there are more of, women now. Yes. There are more me- women now. There are more women now, definitely. Yeah. Mm. That's mm. good because... Um, before people are saying that access to education there's already a gap between males and females and then there are some areas or fields of interest that are more uh geared towards women and some are geared towards men um but i want Mm -hmm. to shift my question a little bit um what is your design uh philosophy or what is your aesthetic do you follow a certain um kind of genre if, if you can call it a genre in design yeah. or are you a generalist by nature can you describe that a little bit to us it's always depends um there's the two types of designer they say one is zealot designer and one is um i forgot the other one <laughs> i'm sorry but anyway um i couldn't be a zealot one because in that industry you, you you do purely art but but the client is doesn't you know how, how would the client will like your design if you have only one type of design design i mean you have different clients and every every client every person who who is asking for your design has different uh, you know different aspect or different dream that they have so so in my practice i always i'll always i will always go from what what's going on with their you know mind okay so you you go with what the clients are inclined to do yes yes because designing exactly because designing is something that that is designing a building or a house for them is something so personal you know they have this already yes they have this already in mind they they just don't know how to draw it or how to make it in reality Mm. we're here as a designer we're here to help them 
Mm-hmm. You know, and um, fulfill their dreams. I, I really like it when you said that you, you should be working with your client rather than pull the client towards what you want. Yeah. Because after yes. all, it's yeah. their dreams and, and their vision that you're trying it is to their implement. Dreams. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to share to the audience, by the way, that Carol, aside from designing and doing in, you know, interior designing and architectural work, she's also uh, an entrepreneur on the side. She, she has a um, property in the Philippines that is um, an Airbnb um, facility. So did you design your own Airbnb um, rental or did you... Uh, because you are, you live overseas, you know, you are here now. Yes. And then there's yeah. construction and design happening. How did mm-hmm. you uh, make your vision a reality for that um, house? Well, I, I did design it in, in, in a way that not too much, but it's just something to consider about the place because it's Philippines. I don't didn't put too much detail mm. because I have this kind of um, uh, idea that when somebody wants to uh, to occupy, I wanted I wanted to look fresh. Mm. So like a so, timeless beauty. <laughs> right, right. More on not, not too many details. Not too many too many things like too many um, frames, too many lightnings and. When you come inside, there, there's so many whites and fresh uh, objects like like natural woods and greens, indoor indoor plants, and something that when you get inside, you come inside, it's really fresh. Mm. Uh, that's the whole idea. And of course, the uh, budget and time we did also help me to, uh, to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm going to put it, too many details like uh, in a hotel type of thing so doing it it's it will take me more time and more budget to do it but you make it simple you make it fresh it's enough mm, for okay. people to uh, to I occupy think that's now yeah. that like less is more <laughs> yes yes so, that's true so, yeah but I, I really want to know and I'm curious whenever you see a house that is poorly designed based on your opinion can you help it but comment or do you just you don't go into that zone because no for I don't example, go into- if you don't go into the zone because I'm, I'm scared that if if a doctor like a cosmetics a surgeon you meet looks at you I, I'm not sure whether they're thinking oh you need to have a Botox oh you uh, need yeah. to have a tummy tuck <laughs> So is it no, the same as you? You don't care too much about the design? Are you blinded by that? Or you tend to nitpick? Yeah. Well, depends. If, I'm, if I have a friend who's also an architect or interior design, and when I see their personal uh, spaces, I would uh, say something about it. Because it's, it's kind of like, siempre, you expect them to... They should be designing their own houses, regardless if they own it or rent it, you know? Yeah. Um, when, when a person, I would go to a friend of mine who's not a designer or architect, but needed something, unless he or she will ask me, I'm going to tell. But 
most of the time I don't. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. So you're not too yeah. scary. <laughs> of I'm an not architect. too scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to show that's what they good. have, and and most of the time I would uh, I would see something new. I would say it, it's nice or it's beautiful or it's it's very good or amazing. It mm. I don't, you know, I don't like. Uh, where did you get that color of sofa? No, mm, it's their okay. choice. That's their choice. That's their <laughs> no personal judgment. choice. No judgment. You're quite true, neutral. Yeah. yeah. That, yes. That's what I like about you, Carole. You're, you're kind of like an ambassador. You're very diplomatic. Um, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you know how to really um, make other, other people happy. Okay, I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, I want to tell the audience, and I hope you don't mind. That I ad- I really really admire you, and the other reason why I invited you to guest in in my show, aside from talking about this world of interior design that I don't know much about, is I know you have an advocacy because of a personal experience, and I want you to be the voice. I want my show to <laughs> help you become the voice, and we are going to talk about a very important issue for women, and that is the big C. Okay, we know what the yes. is. Mm-hmm. It's um, mm-hmm. um, I think that's one of the the what do you call that? One of the um, it's not really a disease. It's it's um, it's it's a sakit. Na an ongoing of, problem. It's yeah, an ongoing problem. problem worldwide, and we're not just yeah. talking about people in the Philippines, people in the Netherlands, worldwide. So this mm-hmm. big C um is something that you're passionate about because of your personal story. So my, mm-hmm. um, I w- would not want to talk about the medical details and things like that because we, we can Google that. We can um, ask mm-hmm. people like you for their own stories. But uh, what made you become a personal advocate of this issue? And why is it very important for you to share your experience with other women? Well, it is very important for me because I experience it aside from that. It's something I have to tell with uh, with all the women that that we have to take care of ourselves. It's that that you know work and job. Too much of work and job doesn't go with a good health. Mm. You know, and we women. One thing I've noticed. Siempre, I'm also a woman. But one thing I've noticed to, uh, with us is that we try to perfect ourselves and, our, and things to the point that we tend to put ourselves in the last, uh, you know, palagi na lang hinuhuli natin yung yeah. So you, we take care of others, but we we forget about ourselves, <laughs> in a way. Ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But then, so are we you realize you have been a victim of that? Have you been a victim of that, my friend? That yes. Because you were so busy with all this uh, high pressure job that you have, that you forgot about your health. Yeah. In what way did you do that? Did Did you forget to sleep? Like did you had a number of sleepless nights or did you forget to eat that you kind of starve, starve yourself? Or what do you mm-hmm. think was that thing that made you say na, na, na hinuli mo yung sarili mo? Huh? How did that happen for you? Well, in terms of 
trying to get on the deadline, not getting enough sleep, is is just as you know as as heavy as it is. So, mm. you parang enough when when you're doing this. I no one will tell you that's enough. Mm. Unless it is enough for you. But if you're yeah. not content, you still go on and go on, and then suddenly you realize it's already the next day. Mm. Yeah. So, in terms of designing and architecture, I've learned how to be contented in my design. And then when I'm contented at the time, I would give it to my client and say, this is, this is it, this is enough. Yeah. You know? Mo but, it, it seems like we women are like not contented in any small things. Mm. <laughs> you know, I just I just noticed, and also becoming a mother is also the same thing. Mm -hmm. We're not contented. Uh, how healthy are we preparing our food to our children? Mm -hmm. Or we're not contented how the how our how their whites we wash in the laundry is white enough. Yeah. Or, you know. So, so my friend, my question is, where is this kind of syndrome coming from? Is this a result of our childhood? Is this in the DNA of mm -hmm. women in general? Or is this self-imposed imperfection and trying to be perfect something that just happens as we grow old? What do you think is the, the reason behind this? Because, um... You know, cancer is not easy. Once you have it, um, there will be a, a longer period of time from from managing the pain, managing mm -hmm. the um, medication aspect Medica of it. So when when do you say that, okay, maybe my stress should not happen as much as it did before because of this new phase in my life? So right now, would, what would you think? Would, would you have come to the stage where you have to be contented now because you have to really focus on yourself? Or mm -hmm. do you still think about your old syndromes prior to you having this? Mm. Now, I, I'm actually, I'm still working on it. After all the uh, treatments that I had, hindi ko alam dito sa Australia, uh, ano yung kapapala ng clinical psychologist? Oh, you also have sessions Just with to, the clinical psychologist? Yes. Yes. Because they wanted, they wanted you to be better also here. Because I think they believe that it comes from, cancer comes from being worrying. So it's your, it's your stress. changing strain changing the way your brain works and how you talk to yourself yes, yes they're there and some there are sessions also that practicing on how you're breathing and things that you cannot control is you cannot control they have to yeah. explain that to me yeah no if there's failure then that's it that's mm -hmm. failure mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter mm -hmm. They would say that. I remember and our I conversation. Yeah, I remember our conversation. You said that lucky are we who are here because they have a very good 
uh, medical support system and um, it's mm. a holistic approach that the they, holistic uh, yeah holistic approach. approach that they do for women who are uh, in a similar situation as yourself so you feel that there's a lot of support that will enable you and push you to really become better you are encouraged to do that like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now but i'm not mm -hmm. sure what the conditions are for example in the philippines if if they if um cancer patients like uh, those women also receive the same amount of holistic care or it's purely medical when you know you just have to do chemo you just have to do radiation no and that's it what do you think um do you, are you aware of um any similarities or differences in the way the treatments and the management are happening it's not purely medical cancer it's the cancer is depends on you if you wanna if you want to get cured or you want to you know surpass the pro the health problem it always depends on you from mm, whatever the disease it, the person on how you're gonna carry it no no medical no medicine no treatment can 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 save you unless you are you will accept it unless you will accept it and and get the treatment and try to change your perception in life that's how the way you do it and you have to be ready you have to be brave and think of the positive side of it mm. the problem in the philippines even if you have this amount of money even how much you can afford to get yourself treated but you know the chaos that's going on there the stress with families mm. and all it can't it it's not helping mm. it's not helping the patient yeah. unlike here you, you and there's you're so many relaxed. help you can get yeah yes yes, yes. yeah you're more relaxed yeah you yeah. know what there's so um, many my, help to get yeah I, I really understand what you're saying because my mom was also a cancer survivor she had cer mm. cervical or cervical cancer um but that was in her mid 40s i really remember that because i was in my teens and she relied on me to help her out so i know the mindset how, how it really works and i think that yes. one of the messages that we would like to share is that not because this uh, thing happened to you means it's really the end of the world but it's something that you have to take on board like you said you have to accept it take it on board and and try to to look at the the other side of it and see yeah. what, how it how it could potentially save you yes. from something more dangerous because now you will focus yeah. on on yourself carol I'm, re I'm really loving your perspective and i know that you're a brave person and i know you're a very strong woman that's why i want to emphasize to our audience today that you know having a career is great but loving yourself mm -hmm. and really look after looking after yourself is even better because it is, um, yes it's true it, it's it, it's now it's now more important than the career per se and and carol i if if you want or if the audience wants to get in touch with you are you happy for me to share your email or contact details to them just in case they need you for some design uh, advice and also oh. for for any questions they might have of, of your advocacy for for women 
with, with cancer. And um, yes. you can get in touch with me and then I'll connect you to Carol. Carol, I think we have three minutes or uh, five minutes to, to uh, talk about this letter. Um, as I've mentioned in my first um, podcast, I used to be a, a radio person in the Philippines and mm. I did receive a number of emails before because I needed... Um, you know, I needed content for my, my radio dramas. So it's good that mm. I've kept this email. So now I can resurrect some of them and we can talk about yeah. them because the stories that I've been choosing are, are still uh, relevant to this day. So if we're not really responding to this person, we may be responding to people who are in the same situation as the person in the letter. So I'll re read you this very, very short letter. And um, mm -hmm. let I'll, I'll ask you for your opinion or advice in terms of how we can help her. So, dear Mimi, please call me Leia. I, 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 by the way, translated this letter because it's written in Filipino or Tagalog. Mm -hmm. I'm 30 years old from Laguna. I have dreams of going abroad, pero hindi ako nakatapos ng college degree. I have five years experience as an office admin. I want to shift careers here in the Philippines, but I can't due to financial reasons I could not study anymore. I am also mm -hmm. a single mother to a two-year-old girl, and I can't just leave her with my parents if I want to go abroad. I am willing to be a housekeeper, a domestic helper, or a nanny abroad, but I am torn between my family here and my future. Can you please tell me what I need to do? Sincerely, Leia. So Leia is just like us. We were dreaming before of, an, of another life outside of the Philippines, and we are now on the other side. Maybe we can share some of our insights to Leia. So what do you think is a, is a way that Leia could, uh, or somebody like Leia right now who is in a similar situation? Mm -hmm. What can you advise mm -hmm. this person? Well, if she wanted to shift career, instead of studying in the Philippines, she might as well study abroad and also bring her family with her. Mm -hmm. If she, she's a single mom, yes, she a single she's mom, a single mom. Mm. she has to bring her kid because if she's studying um, as a student here internationally, and it's more faster than studying again in the Philippines. Ah, okay. So rather than start there, why not do it from here? So, yes. so yes. What, what we are not sure of is where she could, um, she didn't indicate where she wants to go. She just said she yes. wants to go abroad. She wants yes. to be a nanny, a housekeeper, or, mm -hmm. or uh, a domestic okay. helper. Initially, I'm thinking yeah. that she wants to be in an Asian country, but we are more familiar with how uh, student visas work in New Zealand and how student visas work here in Australia. So I think mm. your your um, suggestion is really spot on. She can't just leave her daughter. But um, exactly. uh, what I what I would advise her to do is re do a little bit more research where she wants to go and right. what she wants where she to wants study. to go. Yes. I think I think it's more it would help her a lot if she have a relatives from the certain country, and if there's a relative in that certain country, there's, that's the place she needs to go. Let's say if she got a relative in Japan or in, mm. in, uh, in Canada, yeah. that's the place where, so that she will get a support from a relative. That's right. Oh, I love that. Yeah. 
it's very difficult enough as it is to leave your home country to move to another country but yeah. it's it would be easier or it would help a lot if there are yeah. relatives in that place so um so Leah, our, our advice to you is to do a little bit more research where you want to go if you have relatives in one country you can explore that further and uh, maybe also research on what are the requirements mm -hmm. to be able to to study there and if you can bring your child with you as soon as possible so um the lesson probably from the letter yes. is that there are yes. always opportunities uh, abroad you know uh, it's not because you dream mm -hmm. you'll not act on it but there are always some yes. opportunities available and the governments so, are helping as well yeah and the governments your, are helping yeah what was your transition from philippines to new zealand uh, straightforward or was it difficult for you and your family moving out, migrating to New Zealand? No, it wasn't difficult. It wasn't difficult It because we took the uh, skilled migrant category. So it wasn't difficult. Both of us uh, had a good, uh, good points in uh, to get, uh, you know, to get um, qualified. Mm. My husband is a food, food technologist. He's got a master's degree, and and also I'm a graduate for architecture and experience in designing. So, it's so the yeah. So the short list we're into the short list of people that they need. They need more architects in New Zealand. They need more food technologies in New Zealand. So it's just that we qualified. Actually, we we also qualified in Canada, but we. We choose New Zealand for myself. Yeah. It's the uh, same with us. Aside from, We're choosing yeah. between Canada and New Zealand, but New Zealand seems to be the better option at that time. Yes. At that time. Yes. So going back yes. to aside, the letter. Aside from the, uh, from, from the movie that my husband uh, saw in the Philippines, uh, the uh, La Lord of the Rings. Ah, that's yes. The time he you're Lord he wants of the to Rings to New fans. Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yes. so it, linking that to what Leia's uh, situation is all about, that's the other thing. She needs to make sure that the requirements of the country that she wants to uh, go to, she meets those requirements just like what you said about the She's just going to have to meet. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Carol, yeah. is there any message that you would like to share with our um, audience tonight or today? I'm not even sure what day they are watching this because it's a podcast. Yes. It could be morning mm -hmm. in the Philippines. This is a live podcast. In the US. Uh, no, we're recording it, but um, the show is every oh, okay. Monday. Uh, so I, I publish it every Monday. This is a weekly show. So it can mm -hmm. be viewed by anyone at any given time. So any last mm -hmm. words before we um, wrap up the, the show for today? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, oh, oh, with my message to everyone, especially moms and women and moms don't be scared of the future you have to take good care of yourselves um, because I just realized my family my child and my my husband I just realized that they're okay it's just that they need me they need me to be okay that's the only thing you do that's very lovely yeah they yeah. need you to be okay that's, yeah yeah, that's the old. You just realize, I thought they need need some like, uh, you know, something something the with their future. Carol. 
<laughs> yeah, something for their future or something for for them, but it's not. The, my son needs me. Period. That's all. And we have to think of that as well. We know that we wanted their dreams to be to you know to be fulfilled as well. But there's so much you can only do. Mm. We can only support them. But the more important thing to our loved ones is always be okay. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. No matter what, you have to be okay. Yeah. Wow. That's a good yeah. message. And, I'm, and that also uh, resonates with me. And, and that's a good reminder for me as well that to enjoy yes. what I'm doing and not to put a lot of pressure in, uh, to myself because maybe to my, that's, yeah. all, that's all that I ever have to be. Mm -hmm. For my family mm -hmm. as well. Because lovely, our kids only message. wants us to be okay. That's yes, all. yes. That's, that's I, the only thing our kids wants us to have. Mm. You know, you they don't loving, need the new you car. Have a they loving don't need kid. Any yeah. <laughs> that's right. Because they want us to be with them for a very, very long time. Okay, so may that you be a lesson to all that. the moms and the women's out there. Yes. Thank you, Carol, for being um, here in my show. So to those who are watching us, if you have any stories or topics that you wish to feature, please reach out to me at mimi at dinosocial.com. That's my email. Again, Samutsari is a member of the Gorilla Podcast. Um, you can reach out via the Dinosocial Facebook page or through my Twitter account or through my YouTube channel. And then, um, Carol, just in case your friends are tuning in in other places, um, the Gorilla Podcasts are also available by um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, OneCast, Google Podcasts, Teacher, mm -hmm. Castro, and CastBox. There's so many, mm, there's uh, so many. places where <laughs> they can um, listen. So thank you very much again. So we'll wave goodbye now to our listeners. And thank I you. hope you can come back um, and we'll talk about another topic. Sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out gorillapodcast.com.ph. Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at gorillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com